1: Today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at SeatGeek, the best and easiest to use ticket platform out there. They take the confusion out of buying tickets using a 0 to 10 scoring system and a green is good, red is bad color rating system so you and your loved ones get the best deal possible. So whether it's going to see our beloved Red Legs at Great American Ballpark, the Bengals over at Paycor, FC Cincinnati, one of the area college teams or pretty much anything in between, use promo code Riverfront at checkout and receive $20 off your first order.
0: Click the link in the show notes to download the app and get started. That's Riverfront, one word for 20 bucks off. what up what up
1: my name is tim daniel his name is ben brown and welcome to this week's edition of late night reds brought to you by our wonderful friends at patriot.com slash for you where you also can become a family member and hang out with us in our slack chat each and every week um we are going a half hour later tonight but we have a great reason as ben's cooper jags are now one game away from the state semifinals in, in, the, high, in the kentucky high school football so Congrats, man! It's been so fun to kind of. I haven't got a chance to make a game this year because you know, dad do a baby. Well, but yeah,
0: man, absolutely.
1: But I'm watch. I'm scoreboard watching on Facebook every week to see how things are going. So I am uh, super excited for you guys, and I'll be pulling for you guys, especially against those dirty Bluebirds.
0: Oh man, absolutely! Well, um, we're excited, man. It's 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 a it's a fun time. It's a fun run. Our kids are playing well. Um, we you know it, it's always that thing like peaking at the right time. So, we started to peak at the right time. Our kids have started to believe in what we're doing. And, and, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. It is. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it Thanks is. Said. So, um, want to make sure we get some stuff out of the way. It's a little housekeeping before we get going here. Um, first things first. So, as we know, we're coming towards the end of the new year. So, since we are a Sunday night show, um, obviously Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve fall on Sunday night. So, December 17th will be our last show of the 2023 year. Uh, we'll be back that second week of January uh, for 2024. Um, so we will, So December 17th, make sure you hang out with us because we're going to have a big crew. That is going to be the Christmas Song Draft.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Oh, my gosh.
1: I'm thinking about I, I, I've i talked to the Dotsons. I've talked to our leaders, Chad and Nate, and said, I got to have at least one of you. I know Sunday nights are good for you, but now it's going to be. Yeah. Um, so I told them that I need to have one of them here to hang out with us and do that. Uh, so December 17th, our last show of the year, we're going to end it with a bang. Uh, I'm thousand percent certain if someone doesn't get to it before I do, I will for sure take wonderful Christmas time ball, Paul McCartney in this draft.
0: Uh, okay.
1: it is okay. my jam. Um, okay. I'm already in the started. I know we got Thanksgiving, but I'm wearing my Grinch sweatshirt. So um I actually for some reason I like for the first time in my life saw one of those stupid TikTok clothing ads where I'm like, I'm oh, not buying yeah. that and I saw this and I was like, I got like, I have it. Um so today we also wrap up our play our position by position series today, uh, with the outfield. So uh I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out of the way because it's the only time Ben I can use this use this. Um so if you uh just don't mind giving me a minute here. <clears throat> Josie's on a vacation far away. Gonna look around and talk it over. <laughs>
0: so many things that I want to say. You know what? I'm a little bit over. I just want to use your love tonight. <laughs> You really added that.
1: I really appreciate that. So, yes,
0: sir, I got you.
1: That was beautiful. Um, I think that's the one way we can avoid copyright emails. So, yeah, we just sing if we karaoke it. yeah, so I'm sure whoever cuts these will probably make that into a TikTok, and that's fine with me. Um, go with that. All good. We have fun here at the riverfront, so yes, um. Let's get to it. We got a lot of fun to get to here. Uh, Let's start here with uh, obviously the big news of the weekend. Nick Senzel, non-tendered, no longer a Cincinnati Red. So he has also been let go along with Derek Lowe and Reaver San Martin. Um, We kind of saw this coming. We talked about it last week with Steven. I did say last week I thought there was a possibility he could stay on. Uh, The Reds decided that it was time. And yeah. he got a tribute video. Did not expect him to get a tribute video.
0: I know. A, a tribute video and like a thank you, Nick. A graphic, like, yeah. A graphic, yeah. It was legit.
1: Yeah, well, that that's classy. You know, I can yeah. get behind that. Yeah. Um, was shocked, for sure. But, yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of people said last week they felt like he should have been non-tendered. Obviously, look, we go through the career of Nick Senzel in Cincinnati. It is the story of did not live up to expectations. Um, got injured too much, just couldn't stay consistent on the field. Did have a great off great year. You know, I shouldn't say great year. Had his best year of his career this year. I've mm-hmm. uh, just showed the effect to be a lefty. Heads uh, against left-handed pitching. Um, and I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna be so pissed off next year when he's playing for like the Giants, hitting like two eighty-five with twenty homers.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's typically how that goes. Um mm-hmm. I know we talked about this last week. Sometimes, sometimes people just need to change the scenery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and for him, he's another one of those guys that, that, um like if he's playing for somebody and playing really well, I'll be happy. Like I, I, I really do. I hope that he has lots of success. Uh, it, it didn't happen here, but, but uh, I do, I hope he has a lot of success. I hope he plays well. Um, But I think it was just a case of man, dude, we've, we've got so many just young studs in our, in our, yeah uh, in our organization. Like, and, and, and that's, that's not saying that Nixon Zell is a bad player, but man, we've got so many good prospects. And if you're going to go, if you're going to go with young guys and prospects and, and trying to turn over your roster, he just wasn't the guy that was going to fit that. So, you know, I, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I, I hope he does have a fantastic career. I hope he bounces back and, and, you know, does all the things that we thought he could do here.
1: Yeah, I agree. I um, hope the best for him. I really hope it's not with the Pirates to the Cardinals. That would be really. Yeah, yeah. Friendly. I
0: don't want him to go to any of those.
1: Yeah. You know, he,
0: but... he could, you know, he could go, you know, he could be a mariner. He could be a, you know, yeah. he can do something like that. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd be okay with that.
1: Yeah. I think that just, I think he's going to get, it. someone's going to take a flyer on him. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the pedigree of who he was coming into his big league career. Someone's going to want to take a chance on that. So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, For sure. Well, like you heard in my amazing singing earlier, uh, we're getting to our outfield series. uh, their final part of our series of the position by position. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and start with going through these. Uh, I didn't get a ton of questions this week from the Slack channel, um, but I will get to the ones we did get. But I want to start here because we're going to talk about all the guys that are kind of in the mix right now. And let's start with Will Benson. So Mm -hmm. obviously probably the most fun guy to root for on the team that wasn't like LA Daily Cruiser Matt McClain mm-hmm. uh last year had my favorite moment of the season, the walk-off home against the Dodgers. Uh, when he chucked his bat down and he told everyone that this is his um stuff. Yes. Stuff. <laughs> um showed the ability to be a really, you know, obviously super athletic. Um everyone fell in love with him in spring training. The whole, you know, like we talked about all year, the fact he got sent down to triple A, really struggled his first rendition, comes mm-hmm. back up. Ends up having a really, really good rookie year. Yes. Um, But is a guy that in his short sample size of bats bats against lefties was not successful there, uh, which is pretty common with this whole lefty versus righty thing. So, Ben, I ask you to start this out. Does Will Benson deserve a chance to be an everyday outfielder for 2024 or do they platoon him again?
0: Ugh. That's a tough one, man. And here's the thing: is that you just don't know. Uh, he's got so much potential. You know what I mean? There's so much him. potential there. I, I do. I, I do love. I love him. I love. Uh, I love the energy he brings. I love his athleticism. Um, I, I. I think you have to give him a shot, right? I mean, you have to give him a shot to be an everyday outfielder. Um, I, I think that the potential for him to be a guy that can. Um, be an everyday guy in your lineup uh, it, it's I think those risks are greater than not giving them the at-bats that he needs um, to to stay in that lineup so I, I think he should be an everyday lineup guy um, I think figuring out the left-handed pitching will come um, I think uh, every I think every batter that comes up from minor to major struggles with that at first. Yeah. Um you know just making that adjustment. But yeah, I I do. I think it, I think he could be your everyday left fielder and be okay. Or there's right a fielder.
1: there's a lot to love about him. Mr. Wan mentioned he has the best facial expressions on the team. That's mm-hmm. accurate. Yes, um, for sure. 863 OPS last year. Pretty great. Mm-hmm. Th- 19 stolen bases. Mhm. Um eight triples, 15 doubles, 11 homers. So an extra base machine. Um, so obviously we talked about just the athleticism. I mean, this was a guy who had a scholarship to go play at Duke. Um, mm. Obviously has a basketball background as well. So um, would I pencil him in? Probably not. But do I see that there could be a possibility he could turn into that guy? So where he could potentially become a good hitter against lefties for sure. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. year, you know, he hit, he had an OPS of 400 against lefties, 930 against righties. Uh, I think you take a run out of the spring training, see what he can do. But I'm also going to go ahead and say this: when people are talking and they bring this up, he had 44 plate appearances against left-handed pitching this year. So,
0: 44. Know, only 44. Wow. You know, David. First... realize it was that low.
1: Yeah. So, and that's something that could potentially play in part to it. You know, I I don't know how many he's had in his career. I don't think he got a whole lot in his short time with the with the Guardians. Um, yeah. But did strike out 14 times in those 44 on that side. So let's see how he does his That's <laughs> A, it's a, yeah, a third that, of the appearances. That's a
0: third of, that's a third of his bats versus yeah. lefties, yeah.
1: Yeah, but uh, I'm all for seeing how he can do against lefties in spring training. Um, I'm sure they're going to pick up an outfielder too, which we'll get to later in the show. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I would definitely be open to seeing what he can do there, especially if he can help the team. Um, I do want to see him hit higher in the order. I really do want to see that. He yeah. was kind of, he was very good in his role hitting in like this, the seven, eight, the seven, eight, eight area. Yeah. But there was a lot of games last year where guys who were hitting pretty, you know, hitting against Fridays were hitting pretty high in the order above him. And I thought that he kind of deserved that spot. So I would like to see that. Um, I am going to bring in a second. Will Benson question. I feel like this is more important than should he bat against lefties? Mm-hmm. Um, will, will Benson find a hat that fits in 2024?
0: No, not no. at all. Never. <laughs> hey, that, I think a lot of that time has style points, man. You got it. The helmet's got to come off. The hat's got to mm-hmm. come off while you're running. It makes you look faster. A lot of yeah. that style points, you know. I respect
1: it. I mean, if you're going to wear number 30 and play in the outfield in Cincinnati and bat left and throw left, yep. you got to play balls of the wall. Yep,
0: absolutely. And
1: he's definitely a guy that does that. I, I go back to that catch he had um, that catch he had in the Astros series when they swept the Astros and you know, that last game when they really needed outs because things were kind of going, that weren't going their way yes. and the Astros were getting momentum and he dies at the foul, foul foul wall and gets the, the netting and gets the catch hats yep. 30 feet behind him.
0: Holy Man.
1: <laughs> um Cindy did say, seemed like he wanted to hit in the ninth hole. It, he maybe did, um I, you know, reset your lineup, that whole thing. I understand that, but yeah, I think he's a guy that kind of deserves that shot. I think just um, we talked about it all year. So I'm, I'm happy to bring this up again, of course. But his eye was so impressive. Just the way that he could work counts yeah. and the way that he, or he could be down one, two, and you still felt comfortable with him at the plate to make something happen was awesome. And it was something that really blew me away. And also apparently a very good chess player. Really? Yeah. I guess uh, when they were in, uh, I guess him and Joey were playing chess quite a bit together. Hmm. And um, I guess when they went back to Cleveland that last season, he found some of his guys that he used to play with in Cleveland, like Stephen Kwan and some people. Um, and he uh, he was playing chess with them while huh. in, the, in the Guardians dugout. So I do like him. Um, also, brand new dad, and you yeah. know, City brings up the city the the Jim Daypot he did, and which was an awesome awesome interview. Uh, but him talking about what that's been like has been su- was super cool. And something that was unbelievably relatable for me.
0: Uh, so <laughs> I uh,
1: I am Team Will Benson all the way. Um, oh, yeah. I'm happy he's on our team. I'll probably get a jersey at some point. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. That brings us to number two. And this is a guy who's been a lot of people's favorite player this year. One of mine included. Um, TJ Friedel, who... First off, the fact he got no votes for gold glove in center field is bullcrap. Yeah. Uh, because he was awesome as an outfielder this year.
0: Yes, he was.
1: Was able to hit from both sides of the plate, was a guy who played in multiple roles in the order, was kind of a majority leadoff, the, you know, hit second, hit seventh, hit eighth, was moved around, but also was the best bunter in baseball, basically, um, which is kind of an impressive skill when you think about it. So, Oh, absolutely it is. I'm really curious because I think when you kind of hear the common conversation about TJ Friedel. The first thing you look at is age, right? You're like, you know, he's 27. This Mm -hmm. is his second year in the big leagues. Is he close to his ceiling? And I do think he's close to his ceiling. I do think, you know, he's kind of getting up there in his career. But Mm -hmm. do I think he's probably serviceable on this team for the next two, three years? Yes, I really do. Um, So my question here, Ben, does he build off of 2023 to have an even better 2024?
0: Oh, Absolutely. I, I think he does. Um, like you said, I don't think he's reached his full potential yet. I mean, I think he's still got room to grow. Um, like you said, I, I him not getting any votes for center field for, for Gold Glove is ridiculous. Like, that's yeah. – he was a phenomenal fielder. Um, so, but between that, I mean, also, too, like his – like his at-bats, being able to switch both sides of the plate, being able to give you – actually give you – uh, an advantage because he hit so well from both sides of the plate
1: you um, mean both both, both sides I mean, the I mean, hands? yeah
0: yes yeah yeah, yeah. so but I, I do think I mean I think that he I think he definitely builds on, on what he what, what he's done and what he's I think everybody in this lineup has that opportunity to get better so yeah um, I do too yeah I, I think he's I think he's not at his ceiling yet you can look at the age but To me, like age in that instance doesn't matter. I think it's, I think it's skill set. I think it's at bats. I think it's getting comfortable with being an everyday starter in the majors, and I think that's where he'll start to see his growth and being able to to be better um, on a day to day basis. I agree. Um, I think,
1: you know, his skill set is something that's going to be really helpful for any big league team. Um, you know, that doesn't have. Julio Rodriguez, that doesn't have this. Uh, Mr. Womberg's at the point. He was 23rd in NL MVP voting, uh, which was awarded to Ronald Acuna Jr. this week. So congrats to Ronnie. Um, funny, but funny. yeah, you know, I don't think he's Julio Rodriguez by any stretch of the matter, but I do think during his arbitration year, she could be great for what this team yeah. needs. Um I thought he had a case to be an all-star. I thought he had a case to, um, you know, like we said, be a gold glover. Um, I really love the reds response when the Gold of finalists came out and they were like, we're just going to post this, this huge highlight reel of TJ Friedel defensive place for no apparent reason. And <laughs> they were all sick. Um, so I'm stoked to see what he does next year. You know, he's a center fielder. We have, he has that. So can't wait to see what happens there with TJ Friedel for next year.
0: It's um, nice to have that. Like knowing that going in next year, like having that, that position, you know, you have your middle kind of sewn up with McLean, yep. Dela Cruz, and Friedel. Like like that, that gives you some some comfort knowing going into your season that your middle of your defense is sewn up.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And they're all good defenders. Yes. I know Ellie had a lot of errors last year, but I think that's gonna be cleaned up very, very mm-hmm. quickly. Um, I think that you know, you saw the talent level. I think it was just kind of getting the head of himself at times. Mm-hmm. Um so we can We can get rid of this E6 De La Cruz thing that's been going around. I don't like it.
0: All No, that's terrible. Yeah, don't like
1: it. So, brings us to this question here. And this is about our good friend. Maybe the best beard on the team. (laughs) Rake Fraley. So, obviously last year he comes back from the IL. Has the toe injury. Can only DH. Can't play the field. Can't run. Mm -hmm. Uh, Understandable, obviously, when you have that circumstance. So, next year... Ben, Mm -hmm. do you think Jake Freely is more a DH or an outfielder? Uh,
0: So here's here's the thing. And I know this is going into uh, probably our next topic of discussion. But here's the thing. Uh, Is is he a guy that – because honestly, it comes down between him and Steer to me. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, to me, like, I think – I think Fraley is the better fielder, which I think is that's that's going away. I mean, I think steer will be good. So do you make steer your DH? Do you make Fraley your DH? And then you gotta find a spot for Benson because Benson's gotta be in there somewhere. Yeah. Um I I think I think if you're looking at that as far as that end, I think you go Fraley as your everyday right fielder and steer is your DH. That's just me. Cause I just think defensively he's better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, um, but yeah, I, I think Fraley is the guy.
1: I, I hate to say this cause I do really like him and Mr. Mm-hmm. Juan's kind of echoing my comments here in the, in the chat. I don't know how much you can trust him to be consistently on the field, and that breaks yeah. my heart because he's so fun to watch. Especially, I mean, he's another guy just destroys left-handed pitching. Yeah. I think he, had, I mean, there was a stretch this year where he was in like three ninety against left-handed pitching, um, and has power. He's a guy that you know and really, really loves runners in scoring position. So all mm-hmm. those things are great, but I do worry about how many games he can play. And I do think I'm on the opposite end of you. Not that y'all think you're wrong by any stretch.
0: No, no, no. No, absolutely. I
1: do think they're gonna kinda take that in the counterpart and say, like, look, you're gonna be our DH against left hand against right handed pitching.
0: Do we Um, have how many games he missed? How many games did he miss last year? I can pull it up real quick. Yeah, I I mean I know it was a lot. I mean, I know. And I know he battled the toe and Last year, Jake Fraley played
1: in 111 games, so he missed 51 overall. missed 51 games. Yeah, he hit 15 homers, which was career high. Had 21 steals. I mean, I like that.
0: Uh, I just love how this team ran the bases last year. I, I was going to say, I, I think that that's going to be the new standard. I think we're going to run people out of games, man. I think I do too. all those guys can run.
1: <laughs> I do want to see, I mean, not that 783 is a bad OPS, um, I do think he is capable of doing better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the year before he was an eight twelve OPS guy. Um, yeah. I think he's more, if he hits his full ceiling, he's probably an eight 850 50 kind of OPS guy. Um, so, you know, we're also talking about 336 at bats last year. So good amounts. I yeah. think Sydney says it here. He has the full upside. There's no reason he shouldn't be a 2020 guy. You're, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was 15-21 last year. And he missed. I was going to
0: say he missed fifty games. Yeah. So, who but knows? I think that's the. I think. I mean, that's not a bad problem to have. But I think no. that's where. We're, I think that's where. You know, you've got a guy that's. You know, you got a guy in Steer who is is obviously should have been, uh, either in the running for Rookie of the Year. Um, you know, you have you know you have Will Benson who you know is athletic can play the field can. You know, hits the ball well, had a high OPS. So, I mean, these are good problems to have. You know, it's just trying to sort it out who's going to get your best. Now, like you said, it could be to Fraley's detriment that, you know, he can't stay healthy. So, I mean, yeah. he may be the odd man now.
1: Yeah, it could be. Um, I love him. I mean, I'm, I'm happy he's on that. Oh, team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I think I don't want to uh, go anywhere. Right. Yeah, I agree. Unless
1: unless you could get some super nice player, like some awesome guy that you just got to like, we want Fraley. Cool. Yeah. The fact that they got him for Jesse Winker is amazing. And this is also like Fraley, you know, his first year here only played 68 Mm -hmm. games. So he's missed a lot of games here. He's missed almost a season's worth of games. So crazy. I would love to see what a healthy full season Jake Fraley looks like. I just don't think we can count on it. So you mentioned it already. Um, and this brings up Spencer Steer and Steven. We brought him up a little bit last week when we did the infield, but I do want to talk about this here because you know, obviously, the story's out there. He was a guy that said, you Need me to play left field today? Okay. Need me to play second base tomorrow? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Sydney asked, Would you trade Jake Freely for Dylan cease? Probably. Yeah. Just being honest. Uh, um, yeah. it'd probably be more than just Freely in this deal, but yeah, I probably would. Um, and so there's obviously the love that Spencer Steer did step up to play left field. It mm-hmm. wasn't great, but now he has a full off season to work on it because it very much sounds like Noelvi Marte will be the third baseman next year. Yeah. Um, and then of course, he'll probably be the guy who gives CES a day off and plays first base occasionally as well. I don't mm-hmm. see Tyler Stevenson playing much first base after he didn't do it this year. Um, yeah. So we know what he is as a hitter, right? I mean, Tremendous and mm-hmm. another guy who skies the limit for him. Um, maybe maybe should do something to get some more hair back up there, but I'm not gonna fault him for it, you know. <laughs> not everyone can have luscious lettuce uh, like Ben and I.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh um, flow.
1: Yeah, but big fan, super talented, 23 homers last year, was a 2.9 war player last year. Uh so Batting wise, I have some freaking lootly. You just want him in your lineup, mm-hmm. right? Uh, 15 stolen bases as well. But Gosh, dang. do you worry about him cost? I don't, I know this is super bad of me. And I know a lot of people are going to think I'm bad for saying this. But if a guy gives me like 26, 27 home runs, I don't give a shit if he sucks in the outfield.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, that's, that's not, <laughs> that's the least of my worries. If he's hitting 30 home runs a year, I, I, yeah. I'm okay. Uh, and honestly, I don't like. I don't think he'll suck. Like I don't either. Like, I people and, and I don't. I don't want to act like I've been some kind of great outfielder or anything like that. But I don't think people realize how hard it is to make that transition. He was doing this to help the team mid
1: season. Yeah,
0: mid season. Like you're, you know, you've played infield your whole life, and now you're switching to outfield. Not saying that he hasn't played outfield before, but to be an everyday left fielder is not easy. Yeah, being able to track a ball off of a mayor, uh, off a major league bat, like like those things aren't those things aren't easy. That takes work. That takes skill. It's like playing shortstop or second or third. Those things take take work. So I I think he is a guy. that If you said, look, you're going to be the everyday left fielder, and you'll play a, you'll play some at first when CES needs a day, but pencil you in every day left field. I, I can't. I can't see him going out there and not working on being a better fielder. I, I
1: just agree. don't
0: think that's in his DNA. So, uh, it can we survive? Absolutely. Can he be a better left fielder? Absolutely. Um, is he going to give us thirty home runs and ninety RBIs? Absolutely. So, I, oh, I, I, I like I, it. I like how uh, yeah. you just kind
1: of subtly yeah. threw that. You in like
0: there. you like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So I, I I just think he's that guy. I mean, so I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going in and be like, well, not going to work it. If you tell me I'm going to be a left fielder, I'm not going to work at being a left fielder. So, yes, I think we can survive. I think he'll I think he'll do a, a a serviceable job. And like you said, if he's doing what he's doing at the plate, I can live with a few errors here and there. Like I, yeah. I you know, you know, I, I can survive that.
1: Yeah. I uh. I think it's just really fascinating because he said that a uh, second base was his best position and mm-hmm. there was like stretches this year where like when Indy was hurt before McLean came up and stuff like that, like, yeah, you can play second base today and mm-hmm. was it terrible at Mm-mm. it? But yeah, I do think he needs to be, definitely become a better, better, better fielder for sure. Uh, and maybe a year with that will do so. I mean, he wasn't a working duck, so gotta get yeah. someone. Here's my real question, and you know mm-hmm. where I'm going with this. The, our audience does not know,
0: but you know. Mm-hmm. How is
1: he an Oregon duck and just not packing the best cleats on the team?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. You got to have some kind of pull up there with Nike and yeah. Oregon to be able to pull, be able to pull some clout and get you some get some fresh cleats.
1: Hit up your guy Phil Knight and be like Phil, yep. yo. I know you're like huh? 95 years old.
0: I'm a duck. Quack quack. Make it yeah. happen.
1: Send me some <laughs> cleats. All right. Um, have you ever read Phil Knight's book, by the way?
0: Uh I have not.
1: It's incredible. Is it good? Oh, my God. Just the way that he was like, you know, you always hear the story about I was selling shoes mm-hmm. out of my out of my trunk of my car. Mm-hmm. And now I run this. How yeah. he the, the in between. He goes to China and makes a fake shoe company and has oh, these wow. people in China in their factory sending him samples of shoes. And he's selling them out of like, it's unbelievable. It's like the American wow. dream story. Um, but, yeah, Spencer Steer. Mm-hmm. Do your thing and uh, get some sweet cleats next year. Yes, sir. I like it. All right. Um, so we're kind of moving a little quick through this. But uh, top outfield prospects for next year, you're looking at guys like Reese Hines, Blake Dunn, Hector Rodriguez, Jay Allen, Jacob Herdebees, and I threw Austin Hendrick on there. But uh, we have some buddies who are MLB scouts, and I've asked about when they went and watched him play, and their words to me was treading water. First of oh oh yeah first round pick treading water that was such hmm. a weird draft though It was 2020 you couldn't really scout anybody yeah I was gonna they say, probably saw yeah. him go against some guy in pennsylvania who was throwing like 79 hit a homer like 700 feet and we're like
0: <laughs> him that's the guy we want
1: <laughs> yeah sydney asked earlier who of the you know who's the who's a potential guy that you can see called up next year for this team and obviously reese hines is probably the most popular name from this because he's been in the system for a little while. Um, I love Blake Dunn. Um, I know a lot of people like kind of turned him, turned me on to him throughout the season. So I'm excited about him and I gotta give my guy Jay Allen some love still. I know he was hurt this year. I still really believe in Jay Allen because he's a super athlete. He's a Gator Mm -hmm. played multiple sports in college. So those are my kind of guys right there. Um, and you guys heard me talk all year about Jacob Hertibis. Um, So, fan of his. But if I had to pick one of these guys who's going to probably be on the Big League Club at some point this year, I think Reese Hines is the easiest guess. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I know, Ben, you have all the time in the world to watch minor <laughs> league baseball. Uh, you know, being a football coach and a dad of two <laughs> who plays sports. I know you've got so much time to... You know, just it yeah, on you your phone I mean. real quick. And yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely, man. Yeah, watch someone,
1: still- watch someone shooting a game on a GoPro. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So uh, I put it on. I put it on the list. I put it on the list. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's like my honey do list of like when like Grace goes to work uh, at night, and I'm like, I gotta do these things around the house, but
0: first. But first, right?
1: <laughs> my PlayStation Five is calling my name. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Platinum Spider Man Two this week. It was pretty incredible. <laughs> but it's the game of the year for the, for the video gamers in the chat.
0: Um, oh, that's dope.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would not be shocked if austin hendrick is not in the red system come spring training i hate to say it because he does have a ton of power but something's not clicking there just something yeah. it's just not there i don't think that it was a bad pick i think like i said like when you talk to scouts like that was just a weird ass draft because yeah. it was COVID. because it was only like i think 10 rounds that year or something wild like that
0: so it was yeah it was something loud, and really
1: yeah, and like I said, someone probably saw him hit some guy, some kid throwing 66 on a curveball, 750 feet, and was like, "All right, I'll give him a shot." And hey, man, he got paid. He got that signing bonus. So
0: I always like. Man, have you did you see his stats? Yep. Not great,
1: Bob. You, Just... want to read, you have
0: him up. You want to read him up real quick? Um. Yeah. So yeah, last year he had 465 at bats. Uh, batted 204, 14 home runs, 47 RBIs, 19 stolen bases with an OPS of 606.
1: And that was Daytona, right?
0: Yes. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I don't know if we see him there. Uh, Sydney brings up TJ Hawkins, who did some time with the Big League Club this year. I do like him. I think he's all right. Um, I've seen Michael Ciani will be crushing us in St. Louis next year. Jerk. But <laughs> now the conversation gets a little more fun and I know where this is going to go. And that's why I brought it up because why the heck not? It's our show. Why not? <laughs> All right. There have been some, some murmurs floating around the, uh, the, the, the MLB Twitter community that the Philadelphia Phillies are going to be shopping one Nicholas deep fly ball to left field Castellanos does reunion make any sense whatsoever? Ugh. I don't think it does.
0: See, I yeah, I love I... him.
1: Would love to have him back. But I don't think it is. it.
0: But look, let me hear your reasoning. I want to hear your reasoning.
1: I'm not hold on to your prospects guy if you can get if you can help your big league club win tomorrow by any stretch yeah. of the matter. Um and I do acknowledge that he does have a terrible contract. I'm very okay with the fact he has a terrible one, but you know, everyone's like, well, he hit that home run, the NLCS. That was like the only hit he had in the NLCS. Um, I think the team's getting better outfield wise. And I know Philly worked, worked out a way to use him in the outfield to make him look good. Um, Again, love him. Really appreciate the couple years he was here. Thought that he was a lot of fun. Um, Obviously, you know, brought a new attitude to the ball club, but I just don't see a situation where it's like what the Phillies are going to want for him. And again, this is not me being like, hold on to all prospects. Don't make your club better. But I also don't know what deal makes sense to bring him back. And like, are the Phillies going to eat the contract? I doubt it.
0: Good point. Uh, Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't think you bring him back. I think that, um, I I have nothing I have nothing negative to say about Nick Castellanos. Like I, Same. I don't have anything negative to say about him. But here here's the thing: we've already set course as an organization to play young and stay young. We already have a young core that we already like. We have prospects that we've already committed to. We have guys that that I mean, unless it makes sense, um, bringing in Castellanos to me doesn't make sense because I think that our prospects and the guys that we have in the lineup now can be as good or better as than Castellanos. So to me, it just doesn't make any sense because I think the guys we already have can play on on that level. Like I, you know, I'm I if if you're going out to, to get a guy that's a sixty home run guy. Or a guy that's gonna you know bat three hundred three and hit forty something home runs and he's gonna change the direction of your of your franchise and yeah okay that's fine give us some prospects bring a guy in that's that can do that but I think the guys that we have are are going to put up Nick Castellanos type numbers so what's the point of giving away what we have when we already have that already so yeah it would be a, it would be a no for me as well.
1: Now, if they did it, I don't think I'd be mad.
0: No, no, no. I don't have anything negative to say about Nick Castellanos. Like, yeah, I, I don't, yeah. I don't not not like the guy. I'm just saying, like, I don't want to give up what we have. When we, when I think that our organization is in a really good spot with what we have, I wouldn't be mad. I mean, it wouldn't upset me. I mean, because he's a good dude and. He was great for the city. Like you said, he brought a great energy. His family brought a great energy. they will always, you know, they always supported, you know, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I just feel like if I like, like look at the next five years, do I want more Spencer Steer, Nick Castellanos? I'm probably going Spencer Steer.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. There's some, I, really... yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that.
1: The chat's pretty fun right now. So Bob, Hey, Bob, I'm really sorry I didn't get your card sent out this week. Just got really busy with the family stuff. But I hey promise I will get that out ASCP. I did get your email. Um, Says that uh, they could have got Pete Crow Armstrong instead of Austin Hendrick in that draft. So and this I knew this, but I wanted to bring it up again.
0: A Pete Crow Armstrong's giggly. mom oh, was the mom of wow. Little giggly.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I also found out Mr. Juan plays out of the park. I played that game religiously on my iPad for a long time. That game's super fun. Uh, it's like a great baseball simulator that if you don't play, you should, maybe they'll sponsor me if I keep bringing it up. So, um, out of the park. Yeah, it was, it's just, so it's, it's not necessarily like it won't be the show or anything. What it is, it's like a simulator where you make your own roster and you like, play, like you like put simulations together. It's super. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was I nice, Like who was it? Okay. This is a weird, this is a weird ass story. Um, mm-hmm. So, do you remember Steve Carino, the old WWE yeah, wrestler? Yeah, yeah, PCW? yeah. One Absolutely. time, he was, like, tweeting about the game. And I re- my, I sent him, like, a, the response was, like, I played it a little bit. I really liked it. He goes, dude, it's addicting. Out of the blue, I get an email from the guy from out of the park. This is, like, 2012. And he's like, hey, Tim, oh, uh... I saw you talking to Steve Carino about our game. Here's a code. Would you mind reviewing it on your show? <laughs> so, literally got put it on yeah, the yeah. iPad. And I was like, everyone leave me alone for the next, I don't know, century. <laughs> and what's neat about it, too, is um, they have different eras. So there's a, there's like, you're like, you want to play with the 1920s Cincinnati Reds and see if you can oh, go wow. back to back in the World Series. Uh,
0: it's it's pretty,
1: pretty cool. So, Get out of here. Yeah, I, it's, it's a fun game. Uh, if someone can please cut this, this segment and send it to out of the park so they can give us a sponsorship, please do. Cause I am not skilled with that. I'm learning. I'm learning. That would be dope. But yeah, um, this is the conversation I really wanted to have about this. So these are some of the names I thought of that could potentially be additions. If the reds are aggro uh, in the, in the, in the free agency. Um, so everyone said it, I'm just going to echo it. Teoscar Hernandez is perfect for the reds. He is perfect. Okay. I'm just going to go and put it out there. Do I think it's going to happen? No, I think someone's going to outbid them for him. But if I am the Reds, I already have made that phone call. I have flown the jet to bring him in to have a conversation. And I have been like, can we start negotiations? Has that happened? I doubt it. But Teoscar Hernandez would be incredible. Um, Jorge Soler, who is only 31 years old. Somehow is only 31. I feel like he's been the big leagues for like a century. Really? Yeah. He's played for like 13 teams, um, was an all-star last year for Miami, probably will stay in Miami. But again, hey, man, any interest in playing Cincinnati with this super awesome young team?
0: Yes. It's a great city. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, This one is kind of a less risky. I would be okay with it. I wouldn't be in love with it, but I'd be okay with it. Um, Randall Gorchuk who spent time with the Rockies and the Angels last year. Obviously, everyone remembers him as a former Cardinal, and I know we just had Harrison Bader, and that did not go our way. Um, but I think Rich Hook could have some have really, really good numbers in GABP for a full year. Um, I think he's a I think he's talented. I don't think he's awesome by any stretch, but I think would be good on this team um, and probably a lot less money than Teoscar Hernandez, uh, oh, depending, yeah. depending if you're going to go that route. And then this one, who are my amazing – Photo editing skills here, as you guys can see, is this really small square at the bottom. Um, Lourdes Goriel Jr. If, for some reason or another, Arizona lets Lourdes Goriel Jr. leave, I am... <laughs> I, Tim Daniel, will drive up there and go pick him up. I will drive to Arizona. I will pick him up, and I will drive him back and say, hey, man, uh, you'll really like it in Cincinnati. Uh, it's pretty cool here. Uh, the team's going to be a lot of fun for about six, seven years. You want to hang out? Yeah. Um, so Sydney brings up JD Martinez. Obviously would probably hit 47 home runs. Yeah. But also it's the possibility of being Will Myers too.
0: So there's that the gift, uh, the, the gift and the curse.
1: Joey Gallo is another name that I'm sure will be kind of thrown around. I don't really know what his market will be because his drop off was weird. It was just like super like, whew,
0: and yeah, it was weird.
1: Yeah. So that's one as well. Um, AJ Pollock's a name I've seen. Look, I, you know, we all know I love Notre Dame athletics. I'm out. He's 37.
0: Like, I was going to say, AJ Pollock's got to be old.
1: Yeah. So sorry.
0: No offense, AJ Pollock, if you're listening, but yeah, geez, what beats.
1: Old for an athlete, but like right, a real, old yeah. for an athlete. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. So not in love with that possibility, but I, you know, they just picked up PJ Higgins. So you can only go up from there. Right.
0: <laughs> That's a great way of putting it, Tim. That's yeah. a gr- that is a great way of putting it.
1: Hey, did you see who got non-tendered this week though? My guy Rowdy Telez, you know, I said Did something, he really? I said something bad about him, and then he just was like Barry Bonds for three weeks, uh, uh, a few years ago. So if he signs with the Reds, I'll say something bad about him so he can hit thirty. Maybe,
0: maybe it was that negative zero point six war <laughs> or that two fifteen batting that got him non tendered. Maybe that's what maybe that's what it was. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. Sydney brought up Kyle Lewis. I have to bring this up real quick. When Kyle Lewis won Rookie of the Year, I was, like, stoked about him. And obviously, that was the COVID year, so it's a short season. I thought he was going to be the next great Seattle Mariners outfielder. And yes, I knew about Julio Rodriguez at this time. I bought so many damn rookie cards of Kyle Lewis that I can't give away now. I would have to sell a lot of them for, like, $2. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What do you think about taking a flyer on Sterling Marte to see if he can have a bounce back year after he had a disappointing year with the Mets?
0: Um, I I would take a flyer on him. I mean, he's, he's a veteran guy with a veteran bat.
1: He still stole a lot Um, of bases last year, even though his power numbers were not there.
0: Yeah. But I would take a flyer on him. Listen, GAP, GABP is good for the power number Mm sold. So, so if you if you had struggles, you know, GABP is where you go to find your power numbers. So, I I would take a flyer on him.
1: I think that he would be pretty fun to have on this team, actually. Absolutely. You could have Noelvi and Starling Marte. They're not related, I'm pretty sure. But um... also, again, this is just guys who are free agents, so I don't know like what situation is going to be. What about this? Like, I don't know. What if Los Angeles is is like, hey, uh, we're probably going to move on from this Mike Trout guy. Um what do you, what oh, do you think God. about what do you think about like if like do you think mike trout could play for the Reds
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, yeah.
1: Do, do you think he could cut it in Cincinnati
0: yeah i think he'd be okay dude could you imagine, <laughs> could, you imagine put, could you imagine put Mike could you imagine putting mike trout in the middle of that lineup okay we're saying this right now
1: all right oh, you and i are, are we're joking about this but if they made that trade let's say like somehow something happens where Anaheim's like, we'll take majority of the contract. We just need to get him out of here because things are just not working out. There would be like a big group of the Reds fan base would be like, well, he gets hurt all the time. Why would you take a chance on him? Idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I thought about this, is I looked up Los Angeles and I was like, eight and a half million to bring Brandon Jury back? <laughs> I might think about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I might think about it because you know, that year that he had with the Reds before he got traded halfway through the year. uh Bob brings up, get Cattell Marte. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Get Marte we'll, have if a, can. we'll
0: have a Marte Parte.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what you said there. Uh Mr. Juan brings up Joe Adele. I am all for giving Joe Adele a shot to see if he can like be, be successful consistently in the big leagues because you see flashes all the time. You know, he, Place with Trout and Otani, so that doesn't hurt. Um, yeah, but this is what the beauty is in the offseason. So, I think, uh, I think the, the you know, it's going to be depending on how aggressive the Reds want to be, they're going to have someone they can put on this roster who can help them win in the outfield, uh, specifically right field hitter, right, right, I mean right handed hitting. Um, you already have so a lot of those guys in place, so it's not like you're building from scratch here. Like they have in the past in the outfield, like, especially that post J Bruce run. I mean, yeah. that's been like kind of filling those guys in. You know, the Castillo and winker here was great, but those guys have been shells of what they were since. Oh, I shouldn't say that. are like um, Jared Kellenick, I would give a flyer, but I feel like Jared Kellenick is the same story as Nick L right. Where, super high drafted tons of talent, but can't seem to put it all together. Um uh, yeah. could work here. Could work, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, with Sir Juan says, bring back Willie Bo Peña. That is the only answer. <laughs> yeah. That is the only answer. Willie Bo. Yeah. I'm shocked that no one who came in here says that they should bring back Tommy fam. I, uh, I don't know. Did he like turn baby face in the world series?
0: When yeah, he, he
1: Yeah. When he could have gone yeah. five for five, but he gave his other buddy an at bat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he definitely turned baby face.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think I'd bring him back. Um, all right. So the Jonathan India thing, is kind of getting crazy. <laughs> Apparently they're talking to multiple teams about him. Really? Yeah.
0: So hold on here. Let's 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 think about this. What they say multiple teams. What teams would be in on Jonathan India? Now, just think just who do you think would be in on Jonathan India? Like they said, multiple teams. What multiple teams? would be, Not saying that India, not listen. I don't want anybody going after me on Twitter. I'm not saying any is a bad guy. <laughs> that was goofy.
1: I. Mr. Watson, I can join Tommy fans, fantasy league. Just don't use your IR.
0: Yeah, I was going to say yeah, don't do that. Um, but yeah, honestly, what what teams are, are you think are are intrigued about getting Jonathan India?
1: I don't think it's any like World Series contenders. I really okay. don't. Um, so I think it's going to be one of those teams that's kind of on the up and up, who feels like he could be helpful to them growing, um, or is like just not close yet. So Seattle makes sense. Yeah, um, I think Washington makes sense.
0: Okay, so I can see one. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that,
1: yeah. Like, could I see him going to the White Sox? Sure, definitely. Especially, uh, what up, Joey Gadita? Just saw you popped in. Um, so especially with this Dylan Cease rumors that are going on, could I see a Jonathan India Dylan Cease kind of contract where there's a few more pieces added? Yes, yeah. Um, Mr. Juan brings up Minnesota. I was gonna bring that up, reunite him with the farm dog. Oh yeah, that could be fun.
0: That would um, be fun.
1: So, I think that there are definitely teams who are gonna want him. Yeah, I don't know if it's you know where he would really fit with his personality, and it's just pops in my head. And I don't think there's a deal that makes sense for both sides to make it happen. But he's a Boston Red Sox guy. He is a total
0: oh yeah
1: muddy waters. You know. Yep. Boston, you're my heart. Yeah, yep. Long, long lettuce. Like, it's like having, yeah, it's like having,
0: it's like getting Matt Damon back all over again.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So could I? I could definitely see him, uh, being a being in being with the Red Sox, but I don't think. Oh the red Sox, yeah, a red oh, dude, dead I deal. could see
0: him. I could see him high sliding the second against the Yankees and picking a fight. Oh yeah, dude, he, he would. Yeah, that's yep, yep.
1: Could you see? I, I say this in a laughing manner because I know it's obviously the the place rumored for another Red who is moving on. Could you see him in Toronto?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Just sitting I there in the dugout that. with sitting there in the dugout with Joey. Yep. I guess there's that talk that um Toronto's interested in Suarez as well. Joey and Suarez and putting them back together oh, for a man. year. <laughs> that
0: would be dope. Just for nostalgia purposes.
1: Okay, I just thought of one more. And I because this is another consistent trade partner. I could totally see Jonathan India playing for the playing for the Guardians. Guardian, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Specifically, if you know they want to move on from Shane Bieber, and the Reds yeah. can make up for not trading Billy Hamilton for him.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'd be in.
1: I thought. I really thought that. I know that Cleveland moved on this week from Cal from Cal Cantrell, and I know he had a really bad year. Yeah. I thought they moved on too soon. I think Colorado is not going to be good for him, but yeah. I think he has a lot of talent. I think he's be pretty good. Um, and look, we know now one team in this division is not going to be super competitive next year because it looks like Milwaukee's trying to move off a lot of things and starting sure with their manager, who just was like, oh, "By the way, um, <laughs> I'm out." Here's my notice I ain't gonna be here <laughs> Magic Johnson uh, He did, he like, I ain't gonna be here Perfect. Alright, final talk before we get out of here Because we're just about out of time I was on the riverfront this week And we're getting some slander A little, Uh-oh. A little I feel like people are disrespecting Mind and Nate's podcast that we did okay. Talking about uh Different Thanksgiving sides And Ooh. Ben I ask you we did not mention deviled eggs and because I do not enjoy them. Am I wrong?
0: Oh, you're definitely not wrong. Deviled eggs is not a side at Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's, that's the, the, no, I don't, I don't mess with, well, I'm not a deviled egg guy.
1: I'm not either. I like mm-hmm. eggs. I'll eat them every morning.
0: Uh, I'll eat eggs scrambled, mm-hmm. but, but not deviled. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. Not a no, double I eggs think, guy.
0: I think my wife is a doubled egg, but yeah, she she has not made them because she just knows they won't uh, that I won't eat them. So,
1: so obviously, I know you guys are preparing for a football playoff game. Um, what does your Thanksgiving look like? You're kind of like, hey, this is great to see family, but uh, I'm about to coach a huge game tomorrow. Yeah, so. I
0: know. <laughs> so yeah, so my Thanksgiving will be. We'll have practice in the morning. Um, so we'll, we'll, I think we get up, we go at 8:30 and we'll go 8:30 30 to well, about 10 or a little after. And then, uh, our parents, I believe are making a breakfast for our, because we usually do Thursday dinner, but since Thursday is Thanksgiving, they're going to do breakfast. So we'll have a team breakfast at about 10 30 or 11. And then I'll be home, uh, watching football and trying to make sure, that my breakfast gets down so I can eat all that food for dinner. So we'll be at the house here at Casa de la Brown. And we'll have my family over here. And hopefully I don't have to move much and I can sit around and and watch football, sneak in some film while I'm hanging in and then get up again on Friday and get all get ready to go. Usually Friday, we're Black Friday shopping. I
1: remember. So when so, I worked retail, when I was mm-hmm. a retail manager, every Black Friday, Ben would come see me. And him and his wife would always bring me a giant Thanksgiving plate. And it was the thing mm-hmm. I look forward to every year. Yep. It was like, I'm going to make it through because of this and my 36 yeah. bullseye drink tonight.
0: Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, we, I guess we're, we're going to have to do that via Amazon. So we'll, <laughs> we're going to have to do some, some black Friday shopping via Amazon because we'll be playing. So, but no, it, it's, it, it'll be good. It'll be, a, it should be a fun week.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, We are getting ready to wrap this up. Obviously been a really, really great episode. Uh, Thank you all for hanging out with us during these position previews. I had no idea how these were going to go. And I think the conversation on all of them was really good. Um, Whether we had guests or whether it was just like, you know, the chat, I think everyone added a lot and I'm really, really appreciative for this, for that project. So if you want to check out all the other ones, just go through all our previous podcasts, whatever position we did, that episode is in the title. So if you want to see what we kind of mentioned and where, if you didn't, if you didn't see the previous episodes, I appreciate it Um, to our chat. Gosh, you guys were lively tonight. It was fun. Thank you guys for such great contributions to the conversation. Um, Sydney deviled eggs are disgusting. Um, (laughs)
0: I'll
1: tell you, I had a scotch egg once and I'll tell you, I had it in the weirdest place in the world. Hold on.
0: What, hold on. Hold on. What is a scotch egg?
1: It's like a piece of sausage inside the egg. Like you, it's, it's weird, really. Yeah, I had sure. it at the Leaky Cauldron at Universal Studios.
0: Get out of here,
1: mm-hmm. huh? Wasn't
0: well, very good. Scotch- <laughs> no. I was gonna say, Scotch egg, huh? Yeah, interesting,
1: pretty popular. Um, yeah, Mr. Wan, we did pitching, we're the first two, so we did starters and we did starters the first one, and relievers the second one. Um, so be sure to check those out, and then, uh, yeah, so like I said, only a couple of episodes left in the year for us before we take the two weeks off for the holidays around on the uh, starting with Christmas Eve, but December 17th Christmas song draft episode. Um, I'm planning on having, right? Yeah. Get ready. Get ready. And I just want to make sure I get it out there. It's okay. If someone takes Mariah Carey, we all like it. Some of us pretend <laughs> we, don't, but we do. All right. On behalf of Ben, on behalf of the river fight, cause I know Chad and Nader are also taking this week off. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Thank you all so much for hanging out. We'll be back next Sunday. Uh, I got to figure out what we're going to do because I, I used my one thing for the offseason. Uh, go to SeatGeek, buy your tickets, use the Red Front Code, join the Patreon family. You know what to do. I'll see you all soon.
0: Take it see easy, you everybody. Guest. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a
1: cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.
0: At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day. And for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving.